Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, the Mug, my co-host, The Logical One. Uh, We take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you some betting advice on the AFL 2019 season. And it's a big welcome and introduction to The Logical One. Mug, it's good to be here. Season has started to really sort itself out now, I think. I think this is the first time you've got a clear gap really appearing at the top of the... uh, Top of the the ladder and the good the good team separating from the bad. Um, the Hawks again were beautiful at the MCG on Saturday. You would have enjoyed that one. I did, yeah. It was. Uh, well, it actually turned. It was looking like it was going to be a little bit uh, rainy there. I know we were having a bit of conversation on the text message about, you know, are we going to back unders here or or, or what have you. But um, that rain stayed away, so it was a beautiful day at the MCG. Um, the Hawks, unfortunately, just couldn't uh, couldn't quite get it done for me there. They did, however, and maybe we can. Uh, this is just a little little uh, tidbit for uh, betting review, but uh, they did get the promo. They took the uh, the promo price uh, yes. with the fifteen points up. I think they were at quarter time. Yeah. Uh, so the mug was happy with that one. I would have been a lot happier if my team had gone on and won, but uh, but happy to take the chocolates on that one. For Actually, sure. in that game. The promo had paid out both teams by three-quarter time. Yeah, that doesn't happen too often, does no, it? No, not at all. Yeah. Um, all. And then it looked like, um, oh, it was a bit topsy-turvy at the end there. It looked like Melbourne were home, and then Melbourne were doing everything as they do to stuff it up. We went What's down. What's your, just like, actually, Mug, you'd like your thoughts on that. Lockhart's okay. got the ball 40 out mm. uh, with about a minute and a half to go. Yep. Uh, they're five points down. Yep. So if, if he scores a point, that's a goal they can't lose. He chooses. Well, was he? What was his range? I have a feeling that he might not have had the range to get there. He's kicking on about fifty, was he, or he just was inside? Kicking, no, he would have been kicking from forty-five. He's only a little fella. Did he have the yeah. journey? Or? I thought he did, but yeah, okay. I was. I I personally thought it was a very, very poor choice of him not to have a shot. Have a shot because then he passed to someone who was out of range, who then had to go top of the goal square, turn over the ball. Then the Hawks had the chance to win the match. Percentages wise, I thought to have the shot if you get a point. Then I, I had a feeling, so I, I did watch the uh, the last minute and a half replay. I had a feeling that the the little fella didn't have the leg. That's why he, he wanted to go sideways to Melksham okay, yeah. to get to give him a shot. But but but, but sideways is, is still out of, out of scoring range. If you you know, yeah. I didn't think that was a good option. But yeah, well, you know. that's the way it goes, and yep. um, he'll uh, he'll learn from that. I, I'm sure. And uh, speaking of uh, Melbourne, uh, logical one, um, Stephen May. Now let's uh, let's have a little uh, conversation about this one. Oh, well, because at, at the Gold Coast, they're very good at getting rid of their rubbish. They just get rid of their scraps. They got rid of May. They've, they've got rid of College Asney. They got rid of Lynch. Look, they're all just going rubbish. Now we we played a bit of footy when we were a bit younger, <laughs> about twenty odd years ago. We played at a decent level. Um, you made it uh, pretty much to the to the level below AFL in the uh, AFL reserves. Uh, I was still uh, knocking around in the uh, in, in in a decent suburban league, but. Uh, we used to love a few cans uh, on a Saturday night, and oh, then no. and then most of the time, professional, <laughs> Most of the time on a Sunday as well. How would have we gone in today's uh, unprofessional? Oh, uh, get rid God. of him. What's that? If you can't have a few beers on a Sunday, where, what's where's the world gone? It's uh, unbelievable. I. Uh, I find it very... Sh- and then he has to apologise. He's got to go and apologise to the leaders. I oh, know, but he's got some personal issues, oh, so it's all Jesus okay. Jesus Christ. Anyway, that's the uh, the world that we live in. Let's have a quick chat about betting review. How did we go? What was uh, what were we putting up there? You had the the one uh, the one market there that I remember. Yeah, so for myself, uh, I said small state Gold Coast head-to-head. Yes, and uh, geez, they almost... 
they'll get in a run on at the end. I'm not sure yeah. they're ever going to win it nah, at the end, but so. uh, but still, they showed a bit. Uh, GWS minus if Caniglia and Whitfield play. Um, Whitfield didn't play, but there was a lot of player movement there. Yep. Um, so I did find them, but that you couldn't have done that for my tipping. So let's say that was a no play. Yep. Uh, and then Adelaide minus one unit. Um, which you know came down to the, the final few minutes. It was a chance to cover, but didn't get didn't get it done. Didn't. I think I think if they did cover, it was probably a lucky cover. Yep. But it had chances near the end. Yep. But I, when when I actually have thought about that bet, and I was thinking, okay, was it a bad bet because they probably would have been lucky to cover? And then I thought about it, and I thought Freo probably played as good as they could have, and they almost did still cover. They could have easily smashed them, and the low-scoring affair didn't help that cover of the minus. So I think that bet in review was still an okay bet. From yeah, there. strange game, wasn't it? Jeez, looking at the, uh, as I'm sure a lot of um, AFL followers would have been looking at the bottom of the screen uh, while they're watching the Geelong Essendon game, and uh, what 14 to 12 or 16 to yeah. 14 or something at half time. Yeah. Gee, oh, only 80 odd points in the game. But um, I actually tuned into the last quarter, and I actually found, even though it was low scoring, it was a good contest to watch. So. Scores were low, but uh, not a not a terrible game, I don't think. And for myself, I was putting up the head to head on the promo uh, with the Clarko versus Goodwin. My man didn't get uh, didn't get Goodwin in the end, um, but uh, if you had to taken advantage of a promo, you would have been okay there. And the other one that I liked was the North Melbourne. Um, and uh, geez, that looked. I, I saw. I was at a at a barbecue and I was looking at it in the background, and uh, that looked like a training drill. Yeah. Um, that that looked absolutely woeful from Carlton, so was pretty comfortable there. We put out on Twitter um, the the price movement uh, for GWS, so I uh, had a bit of a go at that one. Uh, put out on Twitter about the cats, uh, so it got stuck into the cats as well. Um, I think that got to ten and a half, was it? Yeah, they got to dollar seventy two head to head. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Betfair dollar seventy three. Yeah. Um, so took a bit of that, took a bit of uh, line, and the other one that I put on Twitter was. Um, uh, I thought the world had gone mad. I just flicked over just before the jump with the Tigers, and that line had moved into 13 and a half. Now, yeah. that was just too much for me. Uh, as it turned out, the dogs um, the dogs did a number on them, but, uh, geez, big line movement, I felt, uh, with that yeah. one. So I had to be on the Tigers, um, and that was it. So pretty good weekend in all for the mug. Uh Yourself, logical? Yeah, not not great, but yeah. not too bad. Yeah, okay. I didn't, I didn't love last week. Um, got a bit in store for this week, though. Okay, good. Well, we're definitely looking forward to that. Talk to us about bad beats, logical. Oh, what yes. did you see? Collingwood, 40 plus. If you've, if you've taken the plunge and got on them on Friday night, not only were they killing Port Early, <sighs> dominating the game all match. Ouch. Uh, and then just you've, you've, you've hung on all <sighs> match. They're 40 up, and I think with eight seconds to go, was it uh, Sam Pepper? Pepper, yep. Pal Pepper kicked a point, scrubbed one through, scrubbed one through, and kills you. That's that's so that's I feel your pain there, Colin with forty plus punters. Um, another bad beat. Not so much that it was close, but what I wanted to talk about was uh, there was a total points in the Brisbane Sydney game, and and uh, if you backed that unders, I think early in the week it was one sixty five, and it and it went down to about one fifty eight and a half, and it poured rain for about a quarter, a quarter and a half there. And um, still so, flew over. So you'd be considering yourself pretty unlucky there. It was in the 180s, wasn't it, that one? Yeah, it yeah, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it went yeah. well over, but I was just thinking if you had a back that you'd be a bit unlucky because yep. it was the conditions didn't suit. Humid, slippery. Scoring. Yep. Yep. Cool. That was it. Okay, well, uh, are you ready to get into some games, Logical? Can't wait. Let's do it. 
Game 1, SCG, Friday, 10th of May, 7.50pm. Sydney Swans taking on Essendon Bombers. The Sydney Swans are $2.50 with the Essendon Bombers $1.52, making the Essendon Bombers an 11.5-point favourite. Talk to us, Logical One. What's happening in this game? What do you see? Where are the ratings? And can you find some bets for us this weekend? Oh, mate, I've got... Got a few that I like later on, so I'm going to be quite short and sharp here. Buddy's going to play. Buddy's not going to play. That's a big bearing on this match, and it's only Tuesday now, so I think it's too too early to call. Um, Fantasia comes back for Essendon, um, but without I think you know without Buddy knowing whether or not he's going to play, I've got very little interest in this game. Um, and he's such a key factor for Sydney. I know in the past I've said possibly they are, they are even poss- they could be better without him. Um, but the market doesn't think that, and, and he is a great player. Um, so um, for me, not going to even touch this game at this stage of the week. Okay, and uh, for myself, I've got exactly the same thing written down here. Market watch buddy, uh, just to see what happens. How does the market respond to him playing or not playing? Um, what are we sitting at? 11.5 uh, to the Bombers at the moment. Um, what's our home ground advantage? What do you make that one logical? Well, it's an interesting one. You still got to give them home ground advantage, but they haven't been going well at home. Two, three points. No, or... no, it'd just be six points. Six points. Six ha- points. Still. Home ground advantage. Okay, yep. so, so that so are we saying therefore that the um, bombers are only five point better side than the than the Swans? Is that what we're saying? Uh, the market's 11 and a half, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So look, I'm not sure that I can really have that. So my preference is to the Bombers. Um, no, I, no, sorry, you've gone the wrong way. I've yeah, got so, that around the wrong way, Yeah, have sorry. I? So the, the Bombers are 11 and a half point favourite, so that would make, say, the Bombers are 17 and a half. 17 and a half point favourite. Sorry. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I was around the wrong way as well. Yep. Okay, so look... That being the case, market watch, buddy. Have a look at that. I don't have a lot of uh, betting interest in this one as well. Um, uh, I think we'll just have a bit of a pass on that one and just a bit, bit of a, a watch this space. Look on. Game two, Mars Stadium. That's down in Ballarat. Are you familiar with Ballarat Logical? Oh, it's, it's an up-and-coming suburb. It's a lovely place. Uh, <laughs> if you ever think about somewhere to go and uh, invest or buy or please... Uh, Please have get down to Ballarat. So it's a great place. A little disclaimer: I own property in Ballarat. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is happening on Saturday, the eleventh of May, one forty-five. The Western Bulldogs are taking on the Brisbane Lions. So a home game for the Bulldogs down in Ballarat. They're trying to engage the Western region and get everyone involved. They are a dollar sixty-five, um, and the Brisbane Lions are two dollars twenty-four, making the Bulldogs a seven and a half point line favourite. Um, Doggies, fantastic win on the weekend. Our man uh, Aaron Norton taking some fantastic clunks again. That's uh, the second time in my memory he's really taken hold of a game and taken some some big grabs. Uh, so he was impressive. Um, Brisbane Lions, it's an uncomfortable... What's, what's weather doing this weekend, Logical One? Because it's uh, it can get a bit nasty down there at times at Ballarat. Do you have any weather for us? I think it's just cold. Just cold, okay. Cold. So the Brisbane Lions come in from the north of the country down to the... It's a big trip. They've got to come well, it's down... It's an interesting there. one. Would you think it's better for the doggies to play them at Etihad or to play them at Ballarat? Because when they play at Etihad, they're a very good side at Etihad. But Brisbane and these interstate teams prefer Etihad than other... T- than other venues as well. So then you go to you go to Mars, which the doggies aren't as familiar with as they are at Etihad with their style of play. 
but at the same time, it's cold and Brisbane won't like that as much. So I don't think anyone likes playing there down there, to be honest. But I do think, uh, is it as bigger advantage for the dogs to play? I, I probably think it is just for the logistics of Brisbane. If you're, you think about it yourself, if you're a player for Brisbane, would you rather come down and play at Etihad or would you rather go out and play at Ballarat? It's a, you know, it's a plane ride and a bus trip to go out and play in a windswept, shitty, you know, rainy, cold yeah. place. You know, those guys up there in uh, in, in Brisbane, they love the warm weather. Um, yeah, I, I think yeah, I think they'd rather play it. Eddie had, from a betting point of view, is one better than the other, not too sure. But there well, is favouritism the, the market. The there's been a big market move here to Brisbane. Um, so I would suggest the punters are thinking that there isn't the advantage that the dogs have at Eddie had. Yep. Um, but what do you think logical? That's what we I want think, to know. I, I'm, I'm unsure. Yep. I'm, I'm not confident in whether they have what the advantage is down there. Yep. Um, they haven't played many games there. Um, Port Adelaide like, got them down there a couple of yeah, years ago. It's not yeah, like, it's not like Hawthorne at Tassie. We know that there's an advantage there. Yep. Um, do they have the crowd support down there? Um, I'm not sure. So mm. for me, it's a tricky one. Um, I think the dogs uh, are going quite well. And Brisbane are... A lot of people are in love with Brisbane as a team. Yep. I'm not so much. Um, so I would say for me, I'm making this about eight and a half. So a slight lean to the dogs, yep. nine and a half, but not enough to have a bet on it. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, I like the dogs here myself, but I've just written a note down here. I, I want the dogs at a dollar 80, not at a dollar 65. So I, I'd like to just see a little bit of movement there. If that price gets closer to that dollar 80. Um, I'm going to have to jump in and, and just have a pop at the dogs. Think they're going okay. Think their midfield is going really well. The Bont's flying, injury-free. Um, Norton's clunking them. Uncomfortable trip for Brisbane out to that place. They're, they're still um, a team that uh, hasn't answered a lot of questions on the road in the last uh, 24 months, say. So, um, so yeah, that would be my preference to the Dogs. Still a little bit short at the moment, though. Yep. Game three, MCG, Saturday, 11th of May, 1.45. Carlton Blues are hosting the Collingwood Magpies, the traditional rivals. Unfortunately, the rivalry hasn't been uh, a close one uh, in recent times, but um, Carlton Blues, $7.50, and the Magpies, $1.08, making the Magpies the second biggest favourite uh, for the year at 44.5. So another massive... Massive line. Um, Carlton were terrible on the weekend after a strong performance. Well, they've been pretty good. They've, they've been competitive, they've haven't been they? Good. They've only really been blown away uh, once. Last week. Last week. And yep. then Richmond, I think, beat them by about 30-odd or so in the first Maybe first, a bit of stage fright in that first quarter. Um, but they've been very competitive otherwise. Mm, this, um, this, this, uh, this one here, I mean, I, I actually... I think they will give a response. Uh, I like the way Cripps was coming out and, and saying that they are going to come out and show something. And I believe him. I actually, I believe in Cripps. I think he's good. Um, but they need some personnel. Um, if they get personnel, I'd be interested in a bet on this one. But uh, if they just put out the same team that they put out against North Melbourne, well, it could get very, very ugly. So uh, yeah, person, personnel is the key that for That is me. the worry is that... that um the time they've been blown away this year correlates to when they had their most players out. Yeah. So that's the sc- the scary part here. But Liam Jones gone too. He Liam won't Jones, play. Jones. Yeah. I think they're talking Cruiser back. McGovern. They are, they? Yeah, McGovern possibly back. Goddard in from for Jones from ex St Kilda player. He's been going quite well on the twos. Brendan Goddard's cousin. That's, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they won't get Simpson and Newman back. 
Yeah, okay. Um, so that's 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 the downside. Uh, but like you, I think they will respond. Yeah. Uh, just something I also wanted to talk about in this uh, with this line is and with these big lines this year. Yep. We're scoring down. You know, the average this year at about one sixty two or so for uh, for the for the league average. When you have a line like this, if you if you say that um, with Collingwood being 44, 45 and a half point favourites, that's essentially saying that um, Collingwood's in for 105 points and um, Carlton are in for 60 points. Yeah. So Collingwood have to score 1.75 times every time Carlton does. Even and if it, even if there's a little bit of weather and that's lower scoring, it's getting up to 1.8 times. Every time Carlton does, that's quite extreme. That's quite a bit. So, yep. you know, these big lines. I think that's part of the reason they're not covering so much this year is because scoring is low. Yeah. Um, and putting that on top of the fact that there could be some weather, um, players back for Carlton. Yeah. Um, emotional I'm, response. Emotional response. I'm putting out the Carlton plus as a tip. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And uh, yeah, I feel similar. Um, if those players uh, are coming back, then. Um, then let's let's have a go back at the MCG, and I think Callum are better at the MCG as well. Yeah, they've so. been they've been pretty good there. Okay, yeah. good. So that's one for the listeners. Game four, Metricon Stadium, Saturday the eleventh of May, four thirty-five p.m. The Gold Coast Suns are hosting the Melbourne Demons. The Gold Coast Suns here are three dollars, and the Melbourne Demons in return are a dollar thirty-eight making the Melbourne Demons a 19.5-point favourite. And uh, our prices today are coming courtesy to you from Neds. Uh, I don't know if they call themselves Neds Bet or just Neds. Just Neds. Uh, just Neds. Just Neds. Um, that's the, they have the orange branding. Uh, and um, just to reiterate, we're not affiliated with any uh, betting company, although we would like to be, uh, for those who uh, want to come out and sponsor us. Um, I'm sitting here with the logical one. He's the 15 out of 15-year professional. Um, he's got a record of 13 out of those 15 years, been a 10% uh, return on investment. And myself, the mug. A, uh, well, we've had a, had a couple of units uh, pop into the account over the last uh, couple of weeks. They're uh, logical one. So into the positives for the year, which is nice. 70 unit winner life to date and uh, bringing you the, I guess, the more of a uh, supporter mug um, betting uh, perspective. But uh, we've got the Gold Coast Suns here hosting the Melbourne Demons. And uh, I've had a bit of a go at this one. I've taken some head-to-head on the promo market early. And uh, I put that on Twitter as well, just so uh, you couldn't accuse me of retro betting uh, their logical one. So at Barefoot Punter 1, if you want to see some of those things. I've had a couple of requests to put out the early leans um, on Twitter. If I'm, I missed that one. I put uh, out, I, I just put out some early leans that I had was Gold Coast, Port Adelaide, and Fremantle at home. So yep. I, I like those markets at home. So yep. they were the uh, ones that I just put on Twitter just to uh, so you couldn't accuse me of retros. Yep. So uh, so if you're listening to the podcast and uh, you're not currently on Twitter, might be a good idea to. Well, that price has been pretty stable. So when yeah. you put it on, that hasn't really moved. So so we had. Um, so Gold Coast, I put on the uh, the head-to-head. Uh, I think I got a little bit better than than that price and uh, and the line. I'm definitely I'm definitely going to stick with the line um, at uh, for the Gold Coast plus, uh, just because. Oh, I just think Melbourne are so mentally fragile and uh, a lot of backslapping after the Hawthorne victory. Um, you know, patting each other on the back, 
Goodwin's talking about their brand, um, all this sort of stuff. It's just got all the hallmarks of Melbourne get away ahead of themselves. Um, and Gold Coast, I think emotionally, they'll feel pretty good about themselves coming back from WA. Um, they didn't win over there in, in Perth, but they showed a bit. And I think they've been pretty gutsy, pretty determined. Don't know if, if they'll get the victory, but it's probably worth a poke on the promo as far as I'm concerned. And I definitely like the line at that sort of 19-20 mark. So um, I'm definitely going to stick with that one. Logical one. Yeah. How do you feel about it? I have to agree with you there with the way the Ds are traveling. They're not going great. Um, they, were, they weren't they were great against Hawthorne nah. on the weekend. Um, and as you know, we, we don't think the Hawks are going great either. Stink. Um, Melbourne were very fumbly. Um, their form leading into that wasn't good. Um, so to me, they haven't shown a lot. There's still a lot on potential. Um, and the Gold Coast, they're up and down, but they, they went well on the weekend against West Coast. At home, they're a better team. Um and on ratings, I haven't got, you know, I haven't got Melbourne rated um, twenty-eight points better than Gold Coast. Which, twenty points. Twenty. No, the line's twenty, but they'd have to be rated twenty-eight and a half. Okay. A, a higher than that yep. for that to be okay. the right the right market. And I'm saying that that's too many. Yep. So okay. I, I agree with you. I like Gold Coast here. So, and I do feel like the market will move to Gold Coast here. So. Um, I'm putting up a unit bet at the plus 20, 20 yep. and a half, did you say? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, some ni- 19 and a half at Ned's here, but there might be slightly better out there in, yep. in the marketplace. Um, yeah, I think there is. Yep. And can you see any value on the head-to-head? Is it worth a poke on the head-to-head? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, obviously, tipping up the line, I'd, I'd agree at the head-to-head's value as well. So. Okay. All yep. right. So it sounds like uh, Logical and the Mug are in agreement on that yeah. one. Yep. And I th- the other thing was Melbourne looked, they thought they might get Viney back, but I don't think he'll be back. Um, and he's a pretty key player for them too. Yeah. And Gold Coast possibly get Pierce Hanley back. So And some turmoil down at Melbourne. I don't know if that has a negative impact on, on clubs or not, but it's a problem they probably don't need uh, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. Game five, Marvel Stadium, Saturday the 11th of May, 7.25. The St Kilda Saints are hosting the West Coast Eagles. St Kilda Saints. $2.50 and the West Coast $1.52, making the West Coast in foreign territory a 10.5 point favourite. You love your Saints, logical one. How do you see your Saints going against the West Coast here? I think it's a misconception that I love the Saints. I love them when they well, win. Love- I love when, I, when, I, when they're value, but they're, if they're not value... So you, so you don't love the Saints, you just love Richo. Is that right? Or- <laughs> Richo is a very, very good coach. Um uh, the Saints here, they still have their concerns with injuries. Um, they've had some, some more injuries on the weekend. Um, uh, Jack Stephen, or leading into it, Jack Stephen out indefinitely. Um, we knew Loney was out, but they're still, they've still got so many of their good players out. But at the same time, West Coast not travelling at all. Um, and for me, on ratings, I make this about the market price, and I'm, just, I'm not, not going to have a bet in this game at this stage. Yeah, okay. And uh, and listeners, just to let you know, the conversation is raw. Um, myself and the logical one haven't had any communication about betting lines or uh, what our thoughts are on these games until this very moment. We're coming to you. We started up at 6 p.m. on the Tuesday evening, so we'll get this. This th- is the, uh, just sorry to butt in there, Mug. Um, this is a long-term injury list for St Kilda, Carlisle. Fire away. Carlisle, Hannery, Stephen, Robertson, McCartan, Loney, Geary. Just Jesus Christ, that's, that's, that's six of their best, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, 
So the, the conversation is raw. Um, you could have got a little... I don't, I don't know. Did that line... I think there was about 14 and a half, yes, was it? it? Yeah, so it's about 14 and a half out there early for the Saints. I'm pretty sure I saw that Saints head-to-head at $3. We're into $2.50 now. Um, I actually have a feeling there'll be a bit of an emotional response from the West Coast Eagles. Um, so Saints still... You know, they don't have their main man, Jack Stephen. They've lost Loney to that knee injury. Um, West Coast traveling a long way over. I, I've got no bet written down. Just don't have a lot of interest in this one. If I had to have a bet now based off that market move already, I'd probably have to go the West Coast just because I think it, it's going to click in for them at some point. And uh, 10.5 points isn't a massive line. But... At the same time, there's plenty more better games to be betting on than that one this yeah, weekend. Yeah, and I think like the stadium at Marvel, that suits both teams a bit too. Like St Kilda are much better at Marvel. But West Coast, Defend with their the big ground. forwards, mm. they, you know, they, they play pretty well there. So, yeah, as I said, no bet. Yep, agree. Game 6, Adelaide Oval, Saturday the 11th of May, 7.40pm. Port Adelaide Power are hosting the Adelaide Crows. And we've got some uh, technical issues, but we'll we'll, uh, we'll push right on. Um, that's the showdown. It's showdown time in 2019. Everyone loves this game. It's in the prime time spot on the Saturday night. I'm oh, going to be. Well, is it? There's a bit of controversy about that. What is it? Yeah, Caroline's not happy. Why? What's wrong well, with Caroline? It's not. It's not live in. Uh, it's not live into Melbourne on free to air. What do you mean it's not live? It's you got to go to Fox for this for this game. We'll get Foxtel your flog. Yeah, What's well, it? No, it's not me. Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> Caroline is not happy. She says the well, AFL she does, does not give the game enough respect, and it should be a Friday night. She does have a bit of a point. Well, Car- Caroline doesn't have Fox. She hard up. No, well, I don't know. <laughs> God, get, maybe we can you, maybe we can get Caroline on next week. Well, if you're struggling to get Foxtel to um, watch uh, watch watch AFL football, well. Better you have a listen to the Barefoot Punter, and and I'm sure if you uh, if you tune in, you could uh, put your put your subscription for the year on, on the on the Barefoot, the logical one, the 15 out of 15 year winner. Get on board and uh, and just get the Foxdale Caroline. Maybe I have to send her a tweet or something like that. Get her on board. Um, we have got the logical one. We've got uh, two dollars ten Port Adelaide Power. Adelaide Crows a dollar seventy two, making the Adelaide Crows a three and a half point favourite now. I'll give you my little uh, perspective on this one, logical, and then you can uh, come back and either uh, agree or disagree. But um, I know it's both their home grounds, but um, sometimes in these derby matches where the stadium gets filled pretty much with one team or the other, I do feel that there is an advantage to one team, even though it's their 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 own uh, stadium. Uh, and I think for me, it's a pretty simple one. Port Adelaide, I feel, have been a better team than Adelaide this year. So Port Adelaide are at the plus money. Um, for me, it's you got to be on Port Adelaide head to head. That's my perspective. How do you see it? I have to agree with you here, Mug. Um, Carlton Sports and Spinal Market Mover of the Week. Unfortunately, um, this opened up six or seven and a half Adelaide points, six seven and a half point favourites to Adelaide. Um, really liked it when I saw that early in the week. It's moved now into two and a half, three and a half, which is unfortunate. Um, but unfortunate I, for you. Unfortunate for our punters because because I would have been tipping up that plus. Um, yep. As you said, it's a Port Adelaide home ground advantage. So they have the majority of the crowd, and I think that does help uh, have some advantage. So I think that's worth about two points yep. home ground advantage um, there. And as you said, Port have been going very well. 
They were smashed last week, but they're a young team. And um, pies are good. We know the pies are good. And pies are good. Adelaide just going. Um, but now it's got to the level it's at. I'm probably not going to put up a, a bet, yep. uh, unfortunately, because of the market move. Okay, not even on. You wouldn't even take the head to head on that one, just because it nah, no move, move too much. Move well, too I, much. Well, I still I've, rate. I still rate Adelaide slightly better than Port Adelaide. Oh, you do, do you? Yeah. Okay, I, I'd probably have it the other way around. I, I feel as though Port Adelaide, uh, Port Adelaide, are a better team than the Crows. Um, but uh, I know you've got your uh, your system there that you you do that religiously every week on, so you've got them rated slightly higher. Yeah, and they've 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 come into a, a little bit of concerns with injuries the last few weeks. They've lost Gray, and they could lose Ebert. Okay, uh, I think this week. Well, he's been. Um, I've watched it. He's been not. He's been banged on the head twice. Twice in a row. Yeah. Uh, he's the week before and also last week, so maybe that's uh, that's adding up. Yeah, with the concussion. So you know, like th- th- those concerns as well. Okay. Um, yeah, no, no bet. Okay, no worries. Well, the mugs uh, put one up, and um, and I, I put uh, I put it out there to the listeners on Monday morning, so they might have been able to take advantage of that of that better price. Um, so there it is. That's the uh, perspective there. Game seven, Marvel Stadium, Sunday, the twelfth of May at one ten p.m. North Melbourne Kangaroos are taking on the Geelong Cats. The North Melbourne Kangaroos three dollars thirty, and the Geelong Cats are a dollar thirty-two, making the Cats here a nineteen and a half point favourite. I guess a controversial topic from the weekend, but as has Gaz come up? Do we have confirmation of that one logical? This is the advantages of doing a, uh, a podcast on a Tuesday night. We're, we can break it to you first. We're, we're breaking the news. <laughs> Gaz has just been found not guilty. Yeah, okay. So he will be fine. And uh, I wonder if I actually haven't uh, updated the market. We might have had couple of points movement there if we uh no i don't i haven't, no. haven't seen any market no, move there at not all yet surprisingly yeah okay well we're, we're sitting at 19 and a half points for the cats um do we get logical do we get selwood or dangerwood update where are we well, at with dangerwood? That, that, the player ins and outs is huge in this game isn't it yep selwood probably comes back i think he was just out for soreness mm. danger he said he's going to leave it up to the last minute yeah, to Which me, sounds mean, that like, sounds like miss. Sounds like unlikely. Yeah, but Gaz still playing, so Dangerwood for Selwood. Danger for Selwood. Um, what I like about Geelong is last year and the year before they they had this huge reliance on those two, and if they didn't play, they were, or if they didn't play well, they were in real trouble. They they're a completely different side now. Their backline is flying. Mm. Um, they're not relying on these couple of midfielders. Gaz has found his position down uh, in the forward line um, as a link link up player. Um, I'm probably still a little bit concerned about player movements, about what to do with this, but but I am pretty bullish about the Cats here. Yep. Um, the Kangas aren't playing very well, and I rate them. You know, as I said earlier on in the week, uh, earlier on the podcast, there's been a bit of separation between these top teams, GWS, Collingwood, and Geelong, from the rest of the field, and North uh, another rung back from these those middle of the range ones. Yeah. And at twenty and a half, I think. You know, get stuck in. Get stuck in. Yeah, you may, I, you may want to wait to see what happens with danger, but nah, I absolutely agree with your logical one, and I uh, I picked off a bit of eighteen and a half last night. Uh, you might still be able to get that. That was on points bet. I'm not sure if they're still sitting at eighteen and a half, but they were the lowest out of all the markets that I could see last night. And uh, watching the commentary on the footy shows, analysing the the Gary Ablett hit, and most of them were saying they were going to get off. There was there's actually a clause in it. Did you know about that clause? 
the, the good bloke, no good history uh, clause. Oh, that, yeah. That, there's a disclaimer that you can get off on that. Yeah. No. So, so he's always going to get off on that anyway. Um, good bloke, you're not having the good bloke. Too much God stuff for you. Logical <laughs> one, that's what I'm sensing. Boo. Yeah, great bloke. Great yeah, bloke, no. guys. Yeah, you love Gary. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Um, I think I've got about a unit and a half on the line. I, similar to yourself, I mean, Danger went down, uh, when did he hurt himself? What quarter was that? I know he only had about the, 40 super coach points. I, because, think, I think in the second. <laughs> second quarter. Yeah. So they were pretty much without him for most of the game. Selwood comes back in, not quite like for like, but still a very, you know, your captain coming back in. And uh, and I'm like you, I, I love the Cats back line. And, uh, and I actually think to myself a little bit, geez, North Melbourne have really been struggling. Apart from the training drill on the weekend against Carlton, they walked the ball through their, through their defence. I'm thinking, how the hell are North Melbourne going to score against that defence? Yeah. The other thing that um, I've been very impressed with, I'm, I mean, I'm glad to see this guy getting back to some form because he's had a couple of uh, bad years, is uh, Guthrie. Uh, looked quite damaging through the midfield um, for, for the Cats. And, and they've got that Atkins, uh, looks really solid. He's toughened them up in the midfield there. And uh, your man, Gary Rowan's going well. Um, Dalhouse has given him a lot up for it. And I was, I was a detractor of the Cats earlier in the year, but um, their older players have been playing very well. Still yet to be seen whether they can, the old players can make it to the depths of September and still be running on top of the ground. But uh, right now you've got to be enjoying the Cats and I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm going to have a poke at it as well. Game 8, MCG, Sunday the 12th of May, 3.20pm. The Hawks back in their traditional spot of uh, 3.20 on the Sunday afternoon. Jeez, they just keep serving them up. That's, uh, what, 7 out of 8, I think, for us uh, this year. Um, Hawthorne Hawks are hosting the uh, GWS Giants. We are 2.65 versus the Giants, $1.47, making the Giants a 13.5-point favorite. Now, I put this one out on Twitter as well, Logical One. I don't know if you you didn't see that tweet. I, I, I thought... And I'm going to need your explanation here because I actually thought that that Giants price of 15 uh, was going to run. I thought that that would just get up into the 20s in no time. It's done the opposite. So I, for the life of me, I, I cannot explain this. And this could be this could be the mug heading back down the road of uh, backing against his team again because um, I just don't think I can have it. 13 and a half points. Giants are one of the more dominant teams in the competition. And we are one of the worst teams in the competition. So explain this one to me, please, Logical. Well, what a list of ins. Kelly Whitfield, Davis. Well, that's, that's what I don't understand. Kelly Whitfield, Davis, potentially into that GWS team. As I said, they've separated from the from the pack with, with Geelong. My Kelly, word they have. Going really well. They don't play the MCG very well at all. This is the first time there. Hawks love the MCG. I know we love, but Jesus... They, they 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 love the MCG. We played there. We played there against Melbourne. We played there against Doggies. We played there against North Melbourne. We're pretty poo all those times. Geelong. We were all not too bad against Geelong, but uh, other than that, I feel the market's probably in no hurry to get to JDS. With if anything, it could even potentially go to Hawthorne. You think? Yeah, um, that's what I'm feeling. Just because of the home ground advantage and. And the way the way the money's been, um, 
or but, is it the, is it the emotional response? Clarko came out strongly after the game. Is that where the sentiments coming from? No, no, people? no, no. I think just just those that, that factor, the hungry end factor, and yep. how the the team people rate the Hawks versus GRS. But but um, I have to agree with you. I want to be on GRS here now with that market move. Yeah, um, I'm not as bullish as you are because I still am concerned about the way they're going to go down at Melbourne at MCG. MCG. Yeah, um, you know, like it's big, big. I, I don't actually know their record down there, but they wouldn't have gone. They wouldn't have a great record there. Well, they don't play. Very they don't often, play very do often, yeah. do they? So, so. Um, but they have got so much t- talent at the moment, and Jeremy Cameron's clearly the best forward in the comp at the moment, and he does like the wide open spaces, and with their gun midfielders back and the lack of the depth of the Hawks so I would be saying one unit GWS minus yeah I, I, I've uh, I took a bit of the 15 and a half and um, and then it's gone 13 and a half and I'm thinking geez I'm going to have to have some more there probably as well I know it's uh, I know it's my team but uh, my team are not going to make finals my team are uh, struggling and uh, I think I said it the other day I might have to make some money off them so um, yeah you I, have I, changed I know I have changed their logical one but uh but I just think that market is just, uh, you know, I watch the Hawks very closely and um, and we aren't very good. You know, we're in the bottom five teams in the comp, I think, at the moment. Our defence is very brittle. Um, I, I don't mind Kieran Brand, but, I mean, he's pretty much holding the post for us down there, down back. Stratton hasn't been able to have his same influence. I don't know if the captaincy's weighing heavy on him this year or because Frawley hasn't been playing, he hasn't been able to come off and intercept as much. So we're really, we're a bit loose down back. And then I think I said um, against Geelong that we, ha- yeah, we haven't been um, connecting well up forward. And I just don't think the Hawks are going that good. GWS are going great. So get on them. Game nine, Optus Stadium, Sunday the 12th of May, 5.20 p.m. Uh, the Fremantle Dockers are hosting the Richmond Tigers in what should be a good way to finish the round. $1.72 Fremantle and $2.10 the Richmond Tigers, making the Fremantle Dockers now a four-and-a-half-point favourite. And I say now because there's been a bit of uh, movement. And I don't know, is this the sponsor's... No, we've, yeah, we've had the... We've already uh, had that, okay. We've had so the market mover of the, the week. market mover but of the week. it has been a bit of a market mover from Richmond's slight favourites into Frio where they are now. And and what do you make of this one, Logical? Currently, on this game, Harvey Norman. No interest. Mate, zero interest. Yeah, okay. Zero interest. Frio are going okay, um, and um, they're back at home, and they've beaten up some teams at home. Richmond, they're a bit up and down, but mm. they went over. When they're under the gun, they went over and smashed Port, didn't they? Or beat Port. Yep. Um, do they, they do they, they take as good a team over to Perth as what they had in Port Adelaide? Does Asprey come back? I think Asprey comes back. Yep. Um, but some of their players are down, um, but they yep. are still a pretty good side. Yep. Um, Tom Lynch has got a bake in the media um, during the week. Um, probably the one thing I would tip up here is not that the markets are up, is a couple of the Frio. Um, midfielders to get a lot of disposals. Yeah, Richmond just really don't don't they let guys run free and especially at home. I'd you know maybe look look out for these second second string midfielders to get a get a thirty thirty plus or a twenty five plus disposals. Was, it's probably the only thing for me in this game. I was actually listening to something the other day where they were saying that um, Richmond give up more possessions than any other side. Yeah. Um, so that, there might be something in that for the fantasy uh, for the fantasy guys out there, that, you know, with their super coach and all that sort of stuff, or yep. fantasy betting. Yep. 
Um, I put up uh, I put up a unit on the Dockers already uh, on on Twitter. I think I got them at the plus money. Um, I, can't, I don't know if I can say that I moved the market there, uh, logical one. But um, but the barefoot, I'm sure at one point that will get to that point where we start moving the markets. Um, but uh, I like Fremantle a little bit for the reason that Lynch isn't going great, and I don't believe he's going to find form this week up against Hamling, who I really rate. And uh, Alex Pierce, who I haven't seen, is, no, is it Alex Pierce? Is that is yeah. that his name? Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen a lot of Pierce play, but um, I believe he's going really well. Um, but I, I, all Australian, yeah, that's, apparently, yeah, that's. I think Brownie was putting that up on yeah. the um, on the on the couch there um, last night. But um, so their two key defenders are going really well. Um, so for that reason, uh, and Daniel Rioli, I think will miss, who I think is very important to Richmond and the way they go about it. So. Um, yeah, at that plus money, I, I like the Dockers in this one. Yep. All righty, let's uh, jump in. We have a little bit of uh, betting review. Well, Let's actually, go. just the one other thing that I, I don't like to tipping up long-term bets at a short price too much, but there is something out there that's out there that's value. Let's have it for so, the listeners. Let's so have it. if you want to put it into a multi with something you like over the weekend or you find another bet that's value, um, I think Jeremy Cameron at $1.75 for the Coleman. I think only suspension or injury can stop him from winning it. He's 13 clear. He's averaging way more than everyone else. He's playing really good footy, and his team is going really well. Um, I think, you know, with no injuries, the price should be about $1.30. It's probably $1.50 is probably the price. And I think Tab's $1.75, so... Bit of, bit of value bit there. Bit of value there. Yep. yep. Okay, good. So if you've got a bit of spare cash and you don't mind tying it up to the end of the year, the logical one says go on uh, Cameron for the Coleman. Yep. Okay, good. And uh, betting review there, logical one. What do you have for this week? Because uh, I think it was more than one, more than last week. What do yeah, you got for yeah, us this we week? Yeah, excited this week. <laughs> Carlton plus, GWS plus, Geelong minus, and GWS minus. Yeah, and scarily, uh, whether you, whether it's scary for you, uh, I'm not too sure, but um, the mug agrees with you on all of those. Um and what else did I have? I was, did you mention the Suns? You mentioned the Suns? Yep. Yeah, Carlton plus Gold Coast plus. I might have said uh, Market sure. watch uh, to see what happens in the Sydney-Essendon game. I, I have a lean there towards Essendon, but um, but want to see a bit more line movement. Um, I have a lean towards the Dogs, so I want to see some some more movement in that one. I want to get out to that eighty range, so we'll just keep an eye on that one. Um, Blues, Suns. Uh, I'm already on the Port Adelaide, so I like the mug like the Port Adelaide. So just- just to be clear, Mug, is there a game that you haven't got a view <laughs> or a bet on this weekend? Yeah, well, having a, uh, a young three-month-year-old uh, three now that I do, uh, I'm not out and about as much, so I don't mind having plenty of bets on games because uh, me and the little fella, we're, uh, we're, we're watching footy and we're punting. Um, so um, the Giants, I like the look of there, and I like the Frio Dockers in the last one as well. So, yeah, got a, got a little bit on this week, so uh, looking forward to a, a big weekend of, uh, of footy. Um, all right, listeners, that uh, that pretty much wraps us up for now. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Uh, as mentioned, we're on the Apple uh, Apple Podcast. Uh, is that the iTunes, iTunes Apple Podcast? So jump on that. Type in the Barefoot Punter, the two big blue feet. Um, you can get on us there. And please share that with your buddies. Um, text it through to them. We're also on the Twitter at Barefoot Punter One, uh, so get on there and have a uh, and have some interaction. We uh, I love uh, talking to the punters, um, so uh, so feel free to interact there. Uh, and we'll also have the SoundCloud platform uh, out there as well on Twitter also. So uh, as we always say, gamble responsibly, but more importantly, gamble to win.